The first girs of the Shaila was, Are we allowed to be Megadol? In Eretz Yisrael. He said it's Mutter. So how can that be? But it's not a Befer Shemisha. The Chazal made a Takana not to. Ella, you're right. That's not the story. Are we allowed to keep it around for a short period of time? It's Mashma from Rashi. That we're not talking about the previous Gemara. The previous Gemara said you're allowed to have it for a short period of time before Yom Ashuk, or a short period of time before Yom Toivim. This Gemara is talking about Stam, short period of time, can you keep it in your house? Amalhem Mutter, he paskin its Mutter. You're not allowed to leave it outside to go around to, to feed, because that's the issue. You tie it up to the edge of your bed. And Rashi says over here, this now is Rigamlil arguing on the previous Rabbanan. The Rabbanan in our Mishnah said, that it's Osir, or Gamaliel agrees that it's Osir, but he says that it's Mutter under certain circumstances. Just like we said, it's Mutter in, a fi- in, the, in the forest, or it's Mutter in a midbar, etc. So also, if you want to keep it in your house, tied up to your bed, Gamaliel says it's Mutter there as well. But the Rabbanan, according to Rashi, arguing that. Taisa says, that's what Rashi says. It's some sort of illness in his heart. And he asked the Raifim, the doctors, what should he do to get a refuel? He has no other medicine that he could take. He has to have fresh hot milk uh, every morning straight from the animal. So they brought him a goat. He tied it up by his bed. And that's what he used to heal himself. It's not mashma over here. We're talking about a sakonas nefoshes. Maybe by sakonas nefoshes we're talking about mutter. Over here, Pashib Shah, we're talking about it was not necessarily sakonas nefoshes. Okay. So that's what he did, which the was not like the Rabbanan. According to Gamliel, this seemed to be fine. It's what Rashi just learned. But according to the Rabbanan, who the Chayra we paskin like, this would not be mutter to do. So the Yamam Nikhsu Chaver Levakroi. I guess he got a little bit better. He was taking visitors, and they saw They saw he had a goat, which was something nobody had in there. It's saw because everybody kept a takana. They got like scared. They pulled back. He has armed robbers. Right? He has this goat that can go out and eat in other people's fields. And therefore, they held that he was doing an avera by having this goat. Yashvu batku. Of everything they sat and did, maybe they were helping him to tshuva, because he felt he was sick and he needed to have a kapara. He said, everything else he did was perfectly fine. This was the only avera shal eis. When he died, it's not clear if he died from this illness or not. The only avera I did that I didn't listen so the Kanas Chazal was having this goat, this Behemoth Dakam, Shavalti or Divri Chaver, that I was not listening to Divri Chazal. Amar Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel said, some years to have a Shemran Shazui. My family used to live in the, the, the fancy places in the Galil, the, high, the north part of Israel. Why those cities no longer existed? Shemarin Bechorshin. They had these Behemoth in forests. And the Donan Dinimamus Biochid, and they're also Dan Dinimamus Biochid. Now, Donan Dinimamus Biochid, there are situations where you can be, but Chazal definitely frown upon it. So, this was something that they didn't do against the Fnimishur Sadin. That of the Gemara over here does not discuss, rather, the Gemara discusses the first point. 
Even though these forests were close to their houses, and we said in forest there's no problem, there's no yishuv issue, and there's no stealing issue, and as Rashi brings, we'll see in the Gemara later on, that even in the forest there's no stealing, even if someone owns the forest, that Yeshua made a takana, we'll see in tomorrow's daf, that people are allowed to take from forests, and it's not a gezel issue, but sadakitana hoisa, um, there was a small field, Rashi says, that was not theirs, next to their house, between their house and these forests, and the animals would walk through there, and I, even maybe they did eat, maybe they didn't eat, but it was definitely over on this Isser, and therefore says, this is one of the reasons why that whole Yishuv was destroyed. What do you have like this? A guy invests millions of dollars, and he has a huge herd of sheep. And now he hears about the Stakonis Chazal, learns the daf, and he says, I need to do tshuva. So you need to do tshuva, you got to go sell all the sheep in Jordan somewhere. It's not going to get a very good price because they know he's being forced to sell it. Says the Gemara, like as we said in other Gemara, Stakonis Hashavim, we want to help people do tshuva. So he doesn't have to sell it all right away. He can sell a little bit at a time. If he says it a little bit at a time, he'll be able to get a better price, and that will encourage him to do tshuva. If you have a ger, whose father was a guy died, and the father was a guy had dogs, father was a guy had pigs, and the father died, and this ger was Yerusha stuff, even though we just said you're not supposed to keep dogs, you're not supposed to keep pigs, we said in the Mishnah, we don't make him sell it right away. Again, over here, so that he is not going to be discouraged to be uh, to be Megayer, we tell him he could sell it a little bit at a time. The gear is the opposite. He said he's going to buy a house, and he's going to make Aliyah. And he says he's going to get married. He doesn't have to marry the first woman he meets. And he doesn't have to buy the first house. He has to find the woman that's appropriate to him and the house that's appropriate to him. And Farshim explained, it's not necessarily in the same context as the previous halachas. These are dine daraisa. He made a nether. But we interpret his words to mean that he means someone that's appropriate to him and we don't force him to do it right away. She was an almana. And she was living by her daughter-in-law with her son. He was, she was, they were driving her crazy. And she said, I can't deal with this anymore. And she made a shvua. Whoever is to marry me and gets me out of this Gehenna of living by my son and daughter-in-law, I'll marry him. And other people came running. But they weren't appropriate for her. No. Even though she made the nether, she didn't mean anybody. She meant someone appropriate. And the fact she does not have to marry, and I say the first person. Because we said it eats a lot, and it could steal, and if you have a small chaya, same halacha, Rashi says that's a small tzvi, or shual, fox, also those things you should not raise in Eretz Yisrael. If you're small, I'm klovim, you're allowed to be megadal klovim, kufriim, which are small dogs, Rashi says, vechatulim, and you're allowed to be Megadel cats, the Kaifen, some type of monkey of some sort, the Chuldais, Snoim, we'll see what those are. These seem to be like small little rats or squirrels or something. These things help you clean up the house, and meaning not from dirt, but from rats. These things keep rats away, these animals. Therefore, Chazal were not Metzaken, that you're not allowed to have these, because people need them in their house to keep the house out of rats.
What are these chuldes snoi? What are these things? So I'm going to view the shartza chartza. It's called a sheretz. That's chartza. It seems to be like very low to the ground. It crawls on the ground. This is one of the shrotza mentioned in the Torah as the shmona shrotza. Vikadiyami charza dekinis chasika. Truth is, it's not shartza chartza. Rataisa says it's not a sheretz at all. It's a charza that has like very short type of legs. And you could see the charza. You could see the place where they did charisha, the furrows from the plow by its legs, it's very short to the ground. Verea Beni Vardini, it lives amongst these these bushes. And that one is not a sheritz. And therefore that one, well, you can have it or not, we can debate. But in terms of it being a sheritz and being tummy, if it's dead, it's not. Sharitza, and when we talk about sharitza, the metahir saki. That is a different one that has uh, short and thick type of legs. That's the one that sheritz that's mentioned in the Torah, that's tummy, not this one. Tyson says, but the other one seems to be a suffolk in the Gemara. In the mission oilers, whether they are tame or not, but that one is a suffix, this one is vadai tame. I'm going to read the Marav. That just like in Eretz Yisrael, there was this takona not to raise behemadaka because of Yishev Eretz Yisrael, but more importantly, it sounds like in terms of Bavo, because there was people living there that were mostly Jewish owned areas, and therefore the issue of Gezel. So in Bavo, we did the same thing. When Rav, when Rav said, in Bavo, we did the same thing. You have Bemadakas. He says, No, my wife takes care of them, and we don't have to worry that they're going to go out to the field. It seems to be sort of like the heter of, uh, of Rabbi Gamliel before, that the Gezerah, especially in Bavol, was only if you have them out foraging in the fields. If you keep them tied up in your house, it's not a problem. Chayva was his wife's name. Chayva should bury her children, meaning. You're being samech on her. There's no way she's going to do a good job. And therefore, he gave like a klala. All those years, the Ravad was alive. Ravuna did not have any children from Chayv because of this klala. Another version of the story is, Wasn't that Rav said this? The first version of the Gemara says, Mashma. That Rav said that the Takana was, that just like in Eretz where there's a big Yishu of Yidin, you should have this Takana of Behemadaka. This is the same thing in Bavol. And that would have gone back all the way from Bayesrishim. Second version of the Gemara says, no, this whole halacha in Bavol started when Rav came. So when Rav came and they started making big yeshivas in Bavel, then they started applying this halacha. Some of Farshim said that it always was this way. It was forgotten for a few generations and Rav was machserit to the way it was. You could debate the pshat. But it, the second shot is just saying it started at least the Salach and our current version in Bavel only when Rav came to Israel. Now, obviously, this is a little bit difficult with the way Rashi explained it in the Mishnah that there's a Yishu of Eretz Yisrael issue. There's no Yishu of Bavel mitzvah, clearly. Therefore, it seems to be focusing at least on this, this part of the Gemara on the second shot that Rashi had mentioned that the Gezel issue. Rav Vishmuam, So they came to visit a city. And there was a Shvua Ben. Rashi says a Shvua Ben is a bris meal. So it's at the end of the week. So it's called a Shvua Ben. Vamri lebeit Yeshua Ben, which Rashi says is referring to a pigeon Ben. Taisa says not a pigeon Ben. Taisa says something like we make nowadays a Shalom Zohar. So Rav, so now they had a problem. They got to the door. So who's going to go in? You have these three Gedalim there, Rav, Shmuel, and Ravasi. Rav, Loyayel, Kamei Shmuel. Rav did not go in front of Shmuel. As the Gemara is going to bring, there's a story in Gemara and Shabbos, that Shmuel, who was a doctor, gave Rav some food to eat to make him diarrhea, to make him clean out his intestines. And Rav got upset about it, and Rav cursed Shmuel. And 
after Rav Kur Shmuel, so then after that, to sort of be mechaper, Rav was very much mechabed Shmuel. So Rav refused to go in before Shmuel. Shmuel did not go in front of Ravasi because Shmuel held that Ravasi was greater than him. Ravasi didn't go in front of Rav because Ravasi was a Talmud of Rav. So Shmuel is a Talmud for Ravasi, Ravasi is a Talmud for Rav, but Rav is Mechabed Shmuel. So who's going in? So Amri, man nitarich. Who's going to be the one over here? It's, some say it's with a test, some say it's with a tough. Either way, who's going to be the one who's going outside? I guess there was enough room by the door for two people to walk in at a time, but the third one's going to wait outside and have to go in afterwards. So you want to Shmuel. We're going to make Shmuel wait outside. Venesi, Rav, Ravasi, and Rav, Ravasi will go in. Why? So you want Rav, Ravasi. Why don't you make one of them wait? Um, uh, so it says, Because the truth is, everybody agreed over here that Rav was the God of Adar. And everybody agreed that Rav Asi was a Talmud for Rav, and Shmuel was definitely the last in line. The only reason Rav gave cover to Shmuel, because of the Maisa where Rav cursed Shmuel and Warren Shabbos, therefore Rav gave him extra cover. But really, he was not do that cover, and therefore, if you have a choice, if you have no, you're stuck, we're going to have Rav and Rav Asi going first, and Shmuel going later. So, while these three Gedalim are sitting here tumbling, who should go in first? Also, Shunor comes along a cat, Kachiliyad the It bit off the hand of, it sounds like, the baby who was about to get the bris. Or the Shamzach, or whatever it was. Nafik Ravadarish, Chatul You see, this is a dangerous animal, and you're allowed to kill it. And you're not allowed to keep it in your house. Someone who takes something from you, there's no din gezel. By the way, someone who finds someone's lost cat does not have to return it. I don't know if these are house cats, but these are more dangerous animals. Says Mar, wait a second. What, what did Rav mean by these four statements? He said it's mutal haragai, also the kaimbai, eme mishin gezel, eme mishin masaveda. What are these four statements? Chim and the amar mutal haragai, once he said you're allowed to kill it, mainu su also the kaimbai. So what's this idea of also the kaimbai? Of course, anybody who finds it is supposed to kill it. Smaudu said mutal haragai, but he su aleka. That you, you're allowed to kill it. But who says you have to kill it? Kamashwa is an issue to keep it, and it's a mitzvah to kill it. Amri, the chimid yamin emishum gezel, so someone's allowed to come and do it, not just the owner, but anybody else. So my soon emishum ashal sabed labam, so of course it's not ashal sabed I could steal it from you, I definitely don't have to return it to you. Amarvina la he meant that you, if you find the animal, you don't have to mitzvah to kill it, and then maybe give the skin back to the owner. No, it's a knas, they lose the skin as well. We just said in Aleph, one of the animals you'll have in the house to keep rats and mice away is a cat. And we see over here, Rav said it's also. So like Kasha, but Uchma Hobichu, it depends on whether a black cat or a white cat. Rashi says that a white cat, I don't know if it means really white or it means like beige. Rashi says the white cat is more dangerous. And a black cat is okay. Rav's cat, we know the story told over, was a black cat that ate the hand of the baby. It might have been black, dark colored, but its parents, one with its mother, was white colored and different, had those genes. Ravina had the shell about the nature of different colored cats. The boy Ravina. If you have a black cat, which we said is safe, but its parents were white, Mao. So you see that was a shaila, but you see over here, according to what we just said over the story, that it was taught to be dangerous. If the grandfather was a dark-colored cat, which is not dangerous, the middle generation was light-colored, which is dangerous. And now the third generation, the grandson, 
is a dark color cat. That was Ravina Shaila. But there is no Shaila by Maisa Derav, is Ba'uchmar Barchiura Barchiura Havi. If he has two generations white and then it became dark, so the third, the grandson was a dark color, that for sure is going to be considered a dangerous cat. So white cats are usher, or generations after the white cat would also be considered usher. You're not allowed to keep this in the house, Amy Misham Gezel, etc. Amar Acha Bar Papa, this is like the, the horror of Papa family. Mishum Rabbi Abba Bar Papa, Mishum Rabbi Ada Bar Papa, the Amar of Abba Bar Papa, Mishum Rabbi Chir Bar Papa, Mishum Rabbi Acha Bar Papa, who said it for the of who? The Amar of Abba Bar Papa, Mishum Rabbi Acha Bar Papa, Mishum Rabbi Chanina Bar Papa, the whole Siam family was here. Masrin al Achichuch Bashabbos. If you have someone has a certain type of shin and you need everyone to come daven, it sounds like it's some sort of plague that could spread. So you're Masrian. Rashi says Masrian means you get the, gather the tzibu together and you have Shefris and Chatzaitzris on Shabbos. Taisa says it can't be. Taisa just means saying the Tfilas of Aninu. But Rashi says Beferish, Shefris and Chatzaitzris on Shabbos. It's so dangerous. And another statement they all said was Videlis and Anelis the memory of Tiftach. If you lose an opportunity to something a door closes you're not going to get the opportunity so fast again. What does that mean? We'll see. And the third statement they said was, If you buy a house in Eretz Yisrael, you're allowed to write a star for it, even on Shabbos. Let's go through these three statements. We have a says the says, If you have dangerous situations that come to a tzibur, like this shrin, or chagav, or zvuv, or tzira, bugs, different wild animals, different wild bugs, they would not do Shaifras on Shabbos, they would have a Kenneth Tfila, but nothing crazy out of the ordinary. So you see, you're not allowed. So by Shin, the question is by Shin. Rashi says the dry Shin is more dangerous than the moist Shin. Therefore, if it's just moist type of Shin, then you just have a Kenneth Tfila. But if it's a dry Shin, then you have Masrin, Shaifras, and Chatzaitis, etc. Talking about the Makis, so the Shin by Paroi was uh, was go, going to be Lach on the outside and Yavish on the inside. Rashi says Pereach is Mashmah, it's bubbling, bubbling is something. Moist. Why is it saying that? Because on the outside it was bubbling, but the inside was dry. That's a more dangerous kind. The dry kind is more dangerous. That's the first thing. What is that referring to? That if a person loses his opportunity to get smicha or to get some sort of rabbinic position, as we'll see the story in a second, it's not often that you'll get the opportunity back again. Right, that doesn't mean you won't get it, just it won't happen so soon. You'll, once you lose the opportunity, you'll never get it back. What's the pshad? Because it happened to him. The story was that he was next in line to become the Rashiva Masi Mechasya. And they brought Vashi over there to appoint him to be the Rosh Hashiva. Vashi felt he had a, had a Navua of some sort, and he felt that he was supposed to get the job. And they, every Shliach they sent to get Vashi to come, they actually, he sat them down and said a Shir. Eventually he became the Rosh Hashiva, and Vashi Difti lost his opportunity, never got that opportunity back. So Vashi says, you could get it back. Vashi Difti says, no, you're never going to get it back, because that was the story that happened to him. Next halacha they said was halokech bayis baritzel kreisel vayner feel b'shabbos and b'shabbos hakadetach. What you can write a star on Shabbos? This is our isel. 
when you're buying a house in Eretz Yisrael, we have to have the Mir Lanachi Shvusi, even though it's normally asked for Mishum Yishev Eretz Yisrael, like God's of Rabbanon. Mishum Yishev Eretz Yisrael, there's no din of Amir Lanachi. So clearly you're talking about writing the star. Some of us even say you can do the actual Kenyan and the Mechira on Shabbos. That's debatable, but here clearly we're talking about at least writing the star. You can tell a guy to do it. Mishum Yishev Eretz Yisrael, you don't want to lose that opportunity. One more halacha related to this. Halokech ir beretz yisrael. If you buy a large, I don't mean a real city or you know a village, so you can't just have a village in the middle of nowhere because once a village is there and business comes in in and out of the village, so you have to have an, a place or a derech for the people from the adjoining villages and the closer neighbors to be able to come into the city. So therefore, the owner of the city, or the governor, whatever he's called, has to make sure that there are drachim available, he has to build roads or acquire space to make roads for entrances to the city from the four sides. Why? Again, you don't want to have just a standalone city. You want the city to be part of the community, part of the culture, part of the economy, and therefore you have to buy these things. So we've learned here a number of halachas related to Yishevei Tzitzel. This, that you have to buy the areas. Also, and you can write a star on Shabbos. And the halacha that we started the whole sugya with is, of course, that you're, uh, that you're uh, now allowed to have these animals in the public areas, at least, uh, in Eretz Yisrael, these Bay Madakas, because of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. Okay.